Hello, Mama. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And welcome to another episode of Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee. I'm your host, Kieran. And I am coming at you from a cool and cozy Sunday morning. I've got my cozy splash blanket keeping me warm, and I'm ready to just sit down and chat today with you. I really wanted to share a journey that I have been having with my health over the last roughly 18 months and how this journey has completely pushed me to my absolute limits. It's pushed me to places where I didn't think or feel I had any more to give to it and it's asked more from me. And it has felt so, so challenging over certain times. And at other times, I felt really grateful for the journey that I have kind of been pushed down and how much it has allowed me to learn about myself and my body and my values and so many things. And so I'm really conscious that there's probably going to be two camps of people listening The first is if you have or suspect you are experiencing rosacea and wanting to get a little bit of an insight into my journey and my story. And I'm going to give a little bit of context about what that is if you're not familiar with that. So that is coming. So don't stress. (laughs) If you are in that camp, I really want to preface this episode by saying I am in no way an expert or the authority on this. I'm just really sharing from my own personal journey and experience. And if yours feels different or if you want to approach it in a different sort of way, there is really nothing wrong with that at all. Um, I just want to give some insight into, yeah, what I've experienced and what I've learned and what I have discovered. And you can take what resonates and leave what doesn't as with anything. And the other camp might be if you're experiencing some sort of something in your life, if you feel that it has completely pushed you to your limits and you don't know how to handle it or you don't feel strong enough to deal with it or understand it. And you may be looking for some tips or just to be able to see yourself in another's journey so you don't feel so alone. So I'm really going to try and balance this between giving some practical information if you are a rosacea sufferer and what I've learned and also just those general tips and mindset and um, reframes that I have used throughout that you might be able to pull some little things from as well if you are experiencing something similar but not exactly a health journey. So what has been going on with my health? As I just mentioned, I do suffer with a condition called rosacea. So if you're not familiar with it, I will give you a little bit of information from the rosacea.org website. So you'd think this would be fairly reputable given that it is all about rosacea. It says that it is a chronic but treatable skin condition that primarily affects the central face and is often characterized by flare-ups and remissions. It also says on this website, that the cause of rosacea is unknown and that there is no cure. So on the surface, it looks like it's a skin condition with no cure, which fab, awesome. (laughs) And the bulk of the mainstream information that you can find about rosacea is exactly the same. If you go and see a dermatologist or you're looking at a lot of these really common websites that speak to rosacea, they will often say that treatment is through antibiotics or and or uh, like topical treatments and that it is, like it says, a skin condition. 
Now, from my journey and from digging and taking a really holistic view of my health and my life, I know that it is not actually a skin condition. It is often related to so much more going on in the body. It is just presenting as a skin condition. So it is showing up. That is basically the symptom of what's going on internally. But nothing that you put on, like you can't go and get um, skin products or, yeah, beauty products that are going to get rid of rosacea. If you want to actually treat it, it has to be done internally. And that was one of the things that I really struggled with and also was really grateful to be pushed down a path of having to explore. There are a number of different ways that it can present on the skin. There's, I think there's four different types of rosacea. But for me, what I experienced was um, redness on my cheeks that just wouldn't go away um, and pimple-looking things. They're not, they're not exactly pimples, but they do look like that and they can cover the face. So for me, it was on my cheeks and then it started to travel up to my forehead and my chin as well. And... I had experienced one flare-up maybe about 10 or 12 years ago, kind of in my early 20s, and I can't remember it being a big deal back then. I basically found out I had it. I'm pretty sure I would have just gone to a dermatologist, got the antibiotics, cleared it up, went on with life. It wasn't um, as challenging of a a journey as what I'm experiencing now with this latest flare-up. So as I said, it flared up around... 18 months ago this last time, and I've been experiencing these signs on my face since then. And I've basically been having to learn what's going on in my body and how to manage it. So for quite a while before I actually had this flare up, I had felt a bit of a disconnect in how I was treating my body internally versus what I was doing with my life outside of that. So for example, what I mean by that is I'd become a lot more conscious about the things that I was using in my home. So switch to all low-tox cleaning products. I was using all low-tox beauty products. And I'd always had this drive or this desire to be a lot more conscious of what I was eating and putting into my body and how it was impacting my, my moods and my energy. But I just had this really big story that I had basically no control around food. And if I wanted to eat something, I would eat it. I went on a few diets in my kind of late teens, early twenties, and I was horrible at them because I hate food restrictions. I just enjoy food. And I felt like there was yeah this disconnect between wanting that and trying to prioritize it, but just feeling like I couldn't because that story was so strong. So when this flare-up happened 18 months ago, it took me quite a while to actually, I guess, recognize or honor that it was rosacea. I kind of just thought that I was just having a moment with my skin and it was just pimples or acne and it would go away with the topical stuff that I was using from my skin therapist, but it didn't happen. And it was about probably about three or four months. And I finally went back to my skin therapist and I was like, this isn't clearing, what's going on? And she says, it looks like you've had a flare-up of rosacea. And because the last flare-up I had 10 or 12 years ago wasn't that big of a deal, it's not even something that I had considered would happen again or, you know, I didn't really know much about it. And so I was like, well, how do I get rid of it? 
And she said, well, nothing I give you topically is going to get rid of it. This is really something that has to be dealt with internally. And I'm so glad that she was my first point of call for discovering this because she really started to highlight the fact that it's often about what's going on internally and that is just a symptom of it. It's not actually something that you can treat topically. So I just remember feeling so furious and so frustrated because I was like, well, I just want to, I just want this gone off my face. Just get these, these redness and these pimples off my face because it had already caused me so much grief, just constantly looking at it and trying to figure out like, why is it my skin clear? Why can't I get it clear? What is going on? And she said, well, I would really recommend you going and seeing a naturopath because it has to be worked with internally. But in the meantime, try cutting out things that cause inflammation in the body. So the big ones I would recommend would be to cut out gluten and dairy. And I just thought, I'm not doing that. I'm not cutting out gluten and dairy. I can't restrict what I eat. I don't want to. Like I've been eating gluten and dairy my whole life and it hasn't caused this problem. So it mustn't be gluten and dairy. And I just went into complete denial and complete resistance. And I just remember feeling so, so frustrated and angry. And so I went away and I was like, nope, like that's not going to make a difference. I'm not doing that. And uh, another couple of months went by and nothing changed with my skin because I was still eating. And in fact, it was starting to get worse. It was traveling more around my face. And so I decided to go and see a holistic GP. So she's someone that really looks at everything going on in your life. So that first um, appointment that I had with her, it was about an hour long and she looked at you know, things that are causing me stress. She talked about mum life, about business life, about what I'm eating, about how I'm moving my body and got a really good picture of everything that was going on. And she said, look, with um, rosacea, yes, it can often be cleared with antibiotics. Sometimes it won't be. But from speaking to you, I know that you don't actually want to just take the antibiotics. I can really sense that you want to start to understand this and heal it from internally. So you're not just putting a Band-Aid on it with the antibiotics because it can just flare up again, or it might not even be effective. There is nothing to say that antibiotics will definitely be effective. So I'm starting to learn that is often linked to gut health. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, antibiotics is just going to impact my gut health, not actually heal it. So for me, it didn't feel like a good option to go with the antibiotics. I really wanted to start looking at, okay, how can I heal my body? Because my body is speaking to me right now and I have two choices. I can either listen to it and start to work with it and understand, or I can put another Band-Aid on it and just continue on that way and continue to have my head in the sand about my health when I've been wanting to prioritize my health. This is really the thing that is going to force me to do that. And so I said, okay, I'm going to commit to really trying to figure out what is going on internally. So she said, great. She sent me off for a few tests. She said, like your nervous system is so wired. There is a lot of stress in your body right now. So we don't want to throw everything at this because if we do, you are going to just not do it because it's all too overwhelming. So let's go like slowly, step by step and make these changes. And I think that has really been the key to me feeling 
now at a point where I understand it so much more and these changes that I've made feel so much more integrated in my life rather than just thinking I have to do all the things and then not doing it because it's all too hard. So she said, you really need to cut gluten and dairy from your diet. (laughs) Same as my skin therapist. And I was like, oh, I just really don't want to do that. There was just so much resistance in my body to thinking about having to cut those things because my diet was like bread and cheese. Like I didn't want to cut gluten and dairy, but I thought, okay, Kieran, like here we go. Here, Here is the choice that you get to make. And so I said, I don't think I can do both because that's just like changing my entire diet and I can't do that. She said, okay, let's start with gluten. So I was like, okay, I can do that. I can start with gluten. So off I go. Um, I went and had my blood test that she sent me for. There was nothing major presenting there that we needed to really look at. So really gluten was uh, the the first point of call for me. So I did that for a couple of months and I did notice a change. It stopped spreading. The redness was definitely going down. The bumps were going down and I thought, great, but it was still there. So I went back to her. She said, all right, now it's time to cut the dairy. And I was like, oh man, I felt like I had just started getting used to life without gluten and I added more changes and it was so hard. It it just felt so hard. And I had so many moments of sulking. You know, I just wanted to go out and eat what I wanted to eat and experience the different flavors that I wanted to But I was like, okay, here we go. I can do this. And I really had to have so many moments of reframing what I was telling myself. And I started telling myself that I can do this and it's easy. And the more I started to do that, the easier these changes felt. And all of a sudden, I went from feeling super resistant to actually feeling like the changes were super easy to make. And it hasn't felt like that all the time, but for the most part, I was really quite surprised by the reframe of the stories that I was telling myself because this is what I wanted. This was aligned with my values of not just going with the Band-Aid fix, but actually being able to look deeper at what was going on within my body and make changes to support that. quickly interrupting today's episode to share about a freebie that I have created just for you. My Awaken Your Senses guided practice is all about deepening your connection to your internal self while showing your physical body the love and gratitude it deserves. If you are craving a moment of stillness in amongst mum life and a practice for you to really start feeling yourself again, this is for you. After completing the practice, Emma said she felt alive, sexy, empowered, strong, and beautiful. Are you ready to feel that way too, Mama? You sure as hell deserve it. Get it straight to your inbox via the link in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. So once I cut the dairy, I had moments where my skin was almost clear And then it would kind of flare up again. And it felt so frustrating because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm still just having the same diet. Like I'm not eating gluten and dairy, and yet it still comes back really strong sometimes. And then the pimples will come, the flare-ups will come. 
and then it will go back into being clear. And it was so hard to try and figure out, well, what is actually causing these flare-ups? So I decided to go to a naturopath and she, again, did like the, the really big appointment where she looks at everything and she sent this really detailed report back. But there wasn't really a lot of changes um, that I had to make compared to what I was already doing. And that made me feel, again, so frustrated because I was like, these changes are so small and, you know, that can't make a difference. Surely that can't make a difference. And I just, I felt so much resistance along the whole way to the solutions that have been presented to me. My first instinct is to resist. And I'm learning that's just often part of my process is that resistance and that frustration. And I want someone just to give me the magic answer and give me the magic thing that's going to fix it and fix my health. But what I've learned time and time again is that there is no magic way and I have to be the one to do those changes and take accountability for either implementing or not implementing those changes. No one is going to do that for me. And it's really allowed me to take power back around my own health. And so I kind of did a little bit of the stuff the naturopath said, but through the resistance, I didn't do much. I would kind of see little changes, but not lots. And I guess, yeah, that's just been part of my journey of of really taking that accountability for what I'm doing with my health. And I always felt like I had this this trump card in my back pocket of, well, I can just say that I've tried this natural holistic way of dealing with it. But, you know, if I get to a point where it's too much, I can just go and get the antibiotics and clear it up because that's worked for me before. I've I've done the antibiotics before. It's cleared it up. I've been able to go about my life, you know, eating the things that I want to eat, not really paying that much attention to my health and that'll be fine. And that happened. (laughs) So after about 12 months, I would say, of trying to make those diet changes, I went to my back to the GP and I was like, look, I've tried it. It's not working. Like I'm I'm just over it. I want clear skin. And she said, okay, well, here you go. Here's the antibiotics. And so off I went to get the antibiotics and took a course for two weeks and my skin cleared. And I just went right back to eating how I was eating before all of this. And what do you know, within a couple of days, the flare-up was back again. And (laughs) I was just just so angry. I was so angry that I tried to take the easy way out and it didn't work. I was so angry that I didn't have the outcome that I wanted. I was just angry. And what I have learned more about rosacea is that it's also really deeply linked to your mindset and your stress levels and the way that you move your body and so much more than just diet or just being able to take antibiotics. And it took me a long time to really see the patterns there and to see that my stress levels and what's going on in my life and my lifestyle really does impact that as well. So now I'm not only looking at diet, but I'm looking at what's my mindset and what's going on there. How am I feeling about my business? How am I feeling about mum life? How am I, am I stressing about money? And are those things starting to get linked to when I do have these flare-ups happen? And so at times it would feel a bit easier to look at all of those things. And at other times I would just feel so overwhelmed and exhausted 
by the amount of energy and thought that goes into this. And it might seem like a really superficial thing to be so caught up in how our my skin looks, but unless you have suffered with some sort of skin condition, it's hard to articulate just how all-consuming it can feel when we are in a world that prioritizes and really um, celebrates clear skin and shows that worthiness is in our our beauty and what our skin looks like and how we are presenting in that sort of way, it can be really challenging on the mindset to see that I am whole and worthy even though my skin isn't clear. And that has been something that has been a really big part of my journey. Um, So I continued on just sometimes I would really focus on it. Other times I would just be like, oh, whatever, I'm so over it and just let things go and then get frustrated by what was going on with my skin. And there's another remedy that I tried, a homeopathic remedy, um, which is a topical treatment, which again, I thought, well, it's not really going to help solve the problem because I know it's internal and that's topical, but I'm also like feeling so at at an end to how I can just clear this up. So I tried that and and it didn't make a difference. So, so many things I've tried haven't worked and I've put so much time and energy into really trying to understand it from all sorts of different levels. So aside from just having those internal struggles of trying to figure it out, there's been other things that I've really had to be called to look at and understand about myself and really work on. So for example, I really struggle with being the difficult person. I just really cringe when I have to like meet if I'm going out with someone new um, or if I'm going to someone's house for dinner And just having to tell them that I don't eat gluten or dairy or saying no to food to like, because I don't want to offend, um, particularly like family and stuff. Like my Nana loves nourishing through delicious food and it's a lot harder for her to understand why I want to eat the way that I want to eat and why it's so important to me. And so I'm always trying to balance that line between, you know, not wanting to offend and know that she's just really trying to love me up with delicious food that she makes, but also being like, well, this is actually really important to me. This is a really strong value for me. And really trying to decide what is the most important things for me to be able to stick with and really honor my own boundary with. And what are the things that I can kind of let up around that? It has just taken up so much time and energy thinking about it and just the just the exertion of energy and the mental strain of trying to understand this and finding that balance between actually like there are some really beautiful positives that can come out of this, but also like I just feel so deeply frustrated so much of the time that I can't just fix it with a click of a finger. It's taken so long to figure out. And actually, in in the scheme of rosacea, 18 months isn't that long. People suffer with this for lifetimes and don't have, um, you know, solutions to be able to fix it because if they just go to the dermatologist where you'd think you'd go for those things and they just end up on course after course after course of antibiotics, you know, that can go on forever. So part of me feels like it has taken so long and I'm still on that journey of figuring it out. And the other part of me is also so grateful that I have had access to the information and people that I have to know that I can actually 
heal this and I will always be predisposed to rosacea, but it's just about how I manage it and knowing that those things that that appear on my face, that those symptoms that appear on my face are just feedback from my body. But I have been able to reframe a lot of it and there has been so many positives that have come out of this journey. I would never have prioritized my health in this way had I not been forced to, had I not gone through this and really decided where do my values lie and it is understanding this and I now get the choice that I'm going to really take control of my health and understand that. I always kind of thought, oh, I'll do it later. Like future Kieran will do it. I will always be in a place where there will be a time where I'll just want to do it more deeply and I'll be able to prioritize it more. And honestly, had I not had rosacea, I don't think that I ever would have got to that place. (laughs) So past Kieran was right. There would be a point in time where future Kieran would want to deal with it and it'd be a priority. I just didn't really expect that it would be in this sort of way. So I guess that goes to show like what what are you asking for because it can present in ways that you don't really expect and it is up to you to really decide is this actually partly what I have been asking for and can I take my power back in that story it has taught me really deeply to listen when my body speaks and that is something that I was starting to focus more on anyway Um, But this has just taken it to a whole nother level of like, I have this really clear indication when my body isn't happy and what it's not happy with. It is my job to figure out what it is. My, My body's speaking. I just have to do the work now to figure out why, what's going on. And in the same way that I have been learning that, I've also been able to teach that to my girls, which I have really valued. So I've been able to have those conversations with my children and say, mummy's body isn't happy right now. Like what you can see here, this is because mummy's body is telling me something and I have to figure that out. And so particularly my older daughter, who's five, she'll often ask like, can you eat this mummy? Will will your body like this or will your body not like this? Or, you know, what have you had that your body's not liked mummy if, if there's a flare up happen? So we're able to have that and they can see that in action. So I'm really deeply leading by example in that our health is really important and looking at it holistically is important as well. It has taught me to love myself through my imperfections. You know, so much of our body and our life changes when we become mothers and the way that our body looks and functions. And physically, I was able to really love my body through the changes that I experienced. But again, this just took it to a whole nother level. Can I love myself and know that I am worthy? even when I have skin that is not clear, even when I just want to crawl into a ball or not go out because my skin isn't clear. And that's felt really hard at times. And at times I would say no, but for a lot of it, I have been able to do that. And something that I've been really proud of on my journey is that I've still showed up on um, social media for my business, relatively filter-free, for the most part, filter-free. Sometimes, you know, there'll be days where I just feel like it or I just want to have like a fun little filter on. But for the most part, I haven't hidden and shied away from that because we don't have to present as this perfect lifestyle, this perfect image, this perfect skin and perfect body. And being able to show and love myself through those imperfections 
I'm really grateful for. And in the same way that I was able to teach my girls about our body speaking, I teach them that as well, that we don't have to look perfect to be able to love ourselves and that I am worthy and I am and I am whole and I am lovable even when I have those spots on my face. We call it, my girls call it the spots, the spots on my face. Even though it has been a challenge not being able to eat what I wanted to eat and I've told had that story that I couldn't restrict myself with food, it's actually also brought a lot of beauty in that now when I go out, I am so much more limited in what I can eat. There are, there are like in all fairness, there are a lot more options for gluten and dairy-free or vegan um, that, that I have available to me, but I've eaten things that I ordinarily would never have ordered off menus and it's been amazing. And I'm so grateful for the way that it has opened up my world to different foods and different tastes. And my palate has changed so much. And I'm eating so many more foods that I never would have before. And that's really exciting. So part of it is like it it feels restricted to the things that I used to eat that my body didn't like, but also then being opened up to so many more things and flavors and textures that I ordinarily wouldn't have. And that's really cool. Um, just some other like things that I've noticed with my body in terms of health. I don't flush or go red uh, anywhere near as much as what I used to. So for example, if I used to exercise, I would go red really quickly. Whereas now I can do like a full on 50 minute cardio session and not go red or only go red slightly. And I just thought, you know, going red was just part of who I was because I've got fair skin. But actually now I'm learning it was just another symptom of something that was going on underlying in my health that I hadn't yet um, acknowledged. I can breathe through my nose. I can nasal breathe, like going off to sleep at nighttime. I can actually nasal breathe. Whereas before I would be a mouth breather because I felt like I couldn't get enough airflow in. So my nasal passages are just way less congested. I feel so much more energetic a lot of the time. I just don't feel bloated and heavy in my body. Um, It it was about a couple of months ago, I had like a handful of cheesels. I was just having one of those days and I was like, oh, I just want some cheesels. (laughs) So I had a handful and almost an hour later, like just almost instantly, my stomach completely bloated. It was so crampy and sore. And so I know that the more that I really prioritize what my body wants, the more sensitive it becomes to those things that it doesn't like. And those main things, so what I have found in my body, if you are kind of curious about from the rosacea side of things, um, gluten and dairy are the main things that I really stick to, particularly when I'm eating out. But also I'm learning more about the response my body has to things like sunflower oil and canola oil, preservatives. Um, what else? Yeah, I can't think right at the moment. My mind's just gone blank. But a lot of things that's like deeper than just the gluten and dairy. And so it's not just as simple as making switches to gluten-free food because a lot of the prepackaged gluten-free foods and breads and things like that are full of nasties that are super inflammatory in the body. And so it's not just a simple switch out. It's really looking at what else is going on and how is that impacting my health on that deeper level. 
And so I'm still on the journey. I am finding now that my body recovers a lot quicker if it has a flare up from something that I don't like or if I go through a really stressful time. And I'm starting to see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, even though I'm not quite there yet. I'm definitely shedding less tears over it. I'm feeling less frustrated over it. Although there's definitely times that if I feel like I'm doing really well and then it comes up, like that is really frustrating. So I'm like, I thought I had this. I thought I was understanding it more and then it doesn't. So I'm still riding the wave, but I'm really grateful for a lot of it. I'm really grateful for the way that it has made me prioritize my values even deeper and understand where I want to seek information from, who I want to seek information from. And how I apply that to my own life. So if you are on any sort of journey that is kind of pushing you to your limits and then still asking for more from you, I just so deeply feel you and my heart goes out to you because I know it can just feel like it's never going to end. And sometimes those reframes can be really challenging and it's okay to kind of sit in the the victim of it. But just don't allow yourself to stay there. That's the only thing I would really encourage because if you do there, it's going to be so hard to understand it and make changes and learn to how to integrate it into your life. And so don't gaslight yourself in just that toxic positivity. Like allow yourself to feel the shittiness of it if that's what you need and then start to look like, okay, how can this benefit me? What is life trying to teach me right now? How can I make changes that really bring me more into alignment than what would have happened if I didn't have this happen? And what I found is that slow changes make all the difference. Don't try to think that, you know, everything's going to be fixed instantly because that's when overwhelm can set in and you can just be pulled away from really allowing those changes to feel integrated into your life. So just slow changes. There is no rush, even though it could feel like there has to be. Just, yeah, one step at a time, follow those little breadcrumbs. Thank you for sticking with me through this journey and allowing me to share my experience. If you are a rosacea sufferer and you want to chat more about specifics on what I have found and kind of where I go for information, come and hit me up in my Insta DMs at Kieran underscore Lee. I'm so happy to kind of chat about this and share more um, because there is a lot of things that I have used that have been really beneficial in me understanding it for myself because each journey is so, so unique. If you've loved this episode or any others, I would really love it if you could leave a review on either iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, It really does make the world of difference. So thanks for being here. Come and follow me on Insta at at Kieran underscore Lee. Let me know what you loved about this episode. I'd love to hear from you. Have an amazing rest of your day or evening. Big love to you. Bye for now. Bye.